As the cold light of dawn washes over Widow's Cove, two friends pull their beat-up car off a dirt road on the edge of the Ochep Forest. This hike has been long planned and often delayed, but with Kevin heading to the Art Institute in Amden and Sarah heading down to Caltech, it was now or never. Leaving the sanctuary of their car, breath misting in the open air, they each shoulder their packs and cross the short clearing to the tree line. Kevin pauses at the trailhead, brow furrow, listening. He has no way of knowing what has awoken in these hills, but still, something doesn't feel right. Sarah presses a few steps deeper into the woods before turning and sighing. Look, you know I hate exercise. If we're going to do this, it is in this moment, attention drawn to each other, that they are overwhelmed. It doesn't take long for their broken bodies to be discovered. As the police and news crews descend upon the scene, the repeated headlines blast across every morning station and draw the notice of our hunters. A bizarre scene. Two hikers found dead, bodies mauled, in an apparent bear attack, but the first sighting in over 20 years. Hello, and welcome to Lonely Roads. We're here to play Monster of the Week, uh, a role-playing game by Michael Sands, which is based on the Powered by the Apocalypse system. Um, this mystery, which we're playing today, is actually based on a free adventure called Grumpy Bear by Gulex. Uh, you can actually download it for free at DriveThruRPG. Uh, we'll put a link in the episode description. Uh, I highly recommend you check it out. Uh, it's a great starting adventure if you're like us and this is the first time you've played Monster of the Week or even if you're just looking for something interesting. It's got a lot of good stuff in there. It covers a lot of groundwork for you. Uh, well, with that said, uh, I think maybe this is the time to go around and introduce ourselves and our characters. Uh, I'll start. Uh, my name is Chris. Uh, I will be your keeper, uh, also known in other games as a game master or dungeon master. Um, yeah, I'll be the one who's running the NPCs and the things behind the scene. Uh, if anyone else would like to go next, feel free. Uh, I'm Logan. I am playing Leopold Lloyd Easton, who is not at all heavily based on certain watchers from certain television shows. Um, but he is a former cultist who ended up killing his cult and uh, started hunting monsters uh, based on that when he realized how horrible Eldritch Horrors are. Excellent. It's a, it's a good thing to become aware of. <laughs> what? You mean monsters are bad? No, we're not. Shut up. Just because your monsters are evil. Uh, yeah, I imagine you would have feelings about that. Uh, do you want to go all next? monsters. <laughs> Hashtag yes all monsters. Don't worry, honey. We're going to fix you. Right. Fix me like I'm broken. So. It's not your fault. Uh, I am playing Julia. Jillian. Jillian. Her name is Jillian, not Julia. <laughs> Starting strong. <laughs> uh, 
I am Barbara. I am playing Jillian Rafferty, the monstrous character. Jillian is a vampire who travels around with her father, who's trying to avenge her dead mother. Uh, Jillian is in her mid to late 20s. She's fairly recently turned. And she also has a boyfriend. So I would say that the boyfriend or the father should go next. Well, I'm playing uh, Luther Rafferty. Uh, my name is Kevin, uh, also known on the internet as Tasty Freeze. Uh, and I will be playing the father of Jillian Rafferty. And is it Jillian or Julia? Jillian. Jillian. I thought so. I thought it is so. Jillian. I know, yeah. I know my daughter's name. I, uh, I didn't forget my <laughs> Well, she is I mean, my little. It's not like I keep saying it wrong. Or well, anything. it's it's not my fault. I call her my little jewel. But that said, I don't approve of her uh, fling of a relationship with the uh, delinquent. Uh, but that said, uh, I am not a supernatural in any way. Uh, however, my uh, wife and daughter were taken from me by a hideous monster, and uh, I patrol the world now. And Still I'm here. Right, yeah, but we're gonna fix Still you. Honey. Right here. We're going to fix you, honey. And I'm looking for answers and right and wrongs. Uh, hi, I'm Pez. I'm playing Christopher Ortega. Wow, words. Christopher <laughs> Ortega. Um, the spooky. A little bit psychic, a little bit more psychic, a little bit lot of psychic. And currently dating a monster named Julia Jillian. Jillian Julia. Jillian, Julia, Julia, Jillian. Shh, it's fine. It's going to be a thing, isn't it? <laughs> Probably. Apparently. We're just going to call you JJ from now on. It's fine. Your middle name should be uh, Julie. Sure. Don, it's going on the sheet. <laughs> going in my log. Uh, excellent. Okay. Uh, so we, we have our team. Um... So this is this is our our first session uh, and our first mystery. Um, so y you guys have some some tenuous ties to each other, but uh, this will be kind of our our first time out. I have a question. Sure. I know that we established that Mister Rafferty has a motorcycle. I think. Yep. I thought it was a truck. Uh, no, it was a it was a decked out truck. Oh, was, oh, okay, yeah, we went with a decked out truck. I'm like, if you have a motorcycle, can I have a motorcycle? Yeah, that's so you didn't have to ride bitch. <laughs> yeah, it would it would be weird to to ride bitch with my dad. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, if if you want a motorcycle, if you think that makes sense for Jillian to have one, um, that's okay. Um, but I, I think with the truck, it would accommodate you both. But that's that's really up to you. I want a motorcycle. That's fine. I'm gonna ride around in my truck. It's where I keep all my my uh, tools of the trade. Uh, okay. It is so. I am secure in my masculinity. I will ride bitch on my girlfriend's motorcycle. <laughs> that's okay. You ride bitch on your vampire girlfriend's bike. Well, it's quite understandable. You would trust her reflexes more.
Any other rules you would like to lay down? Uh, I think the the main thing here is this is the first time uh, we've all played this game, and it from what I've listened to and what I've read, it definitely seems like there's going to be a lot of moments where we'll either be talking to one or two or maybe three members, um, especially if we split up, if that happens. Um, so I'd say help me uh, try to balance the scenes. For sure, I don't want it to be like 30 minutes of just one person, and we can jump back and forth. So if, if uh, I get to a point where I'm just talking to one person, please just let me know. <laughs> yeah, sure. not a problem. Uh, okay, well, uh, that's the only thing that comes to mind. Um, I will say, uh, we talked about it earlier, but I am blatantly stealing a, a custom move from uh, another Monster of the Week podcast called um, Forgotten Places, uh, where if you are using your cellular device, you're going to roll half your luck uh, added to your, your standard roll to see if it works, uh, and that, that could be interesting. Um, but I, I think that's really it. This will be a, a fun learning experience for all of us. Uh, so, uh, as stated, all of you have heard of this news report. Uh, it is in Widow's Cove, which is a town uh, about 45 minutes east of you uh, along the coastline. So I guess the, the first question I have is, uh, among the group of you, who would start reaching out to the others? Probably me. I'm I'm a bit more of the organizer and uh, researcher than than to dive in without backup. Yeah, so, Jillian and I are kind of brute squad. Yeah, I'd probably reach out to Old Man Rafferty, um, considering he's actually an adult who I can trust. Rather, I love have... that you've become <laughs> Old Man Rafferty. I'm Old Man Rafferty. Do you have a Do you have a doctorate? Uh, me, uh, I have like. Yeah. Two doctorates. Okay, so I'm gonna call. I'll call you Doctor Leopold. Uh, if you'd like, sure. Um, have you seen this article about the bear attack? Mm. He takes the the paper and he like kind of gives it the 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 furrowed brow study uh, with uh, darkened eyes and a serious demeanor, and he just kind of grunts a few times before passing it to Jillian. A bear? That's no bear creepy. did this. Are there any pictures or anything in the Mac in the uh, newspapers? Uh, I think that this is uh, in a very recent event. It, it essentially just happened this morning, and it was rushed. So at this point, there is headlines, but no images. We can go check it out. I mean, no worst case, I uh, eat myself a bear. I still have my press badge. Uh, where did you uh, get your press badge? <laughs> it's either not real, or alternatively, I was a journalism major before I was turned. Uh, okay, I like that. Uh, I'd say figure out which one of those it is, because for sure that's going to have uh, implications. Uh, Jillian's not very smart. Uh... She's, I'm gonna say that it's just her, uh, her, her uh, past from when she was trying to be a journalist. All right. No longer technically valid. No longer technically. Well, it, those things kind of stop being valid when you technically die. Heartbeat required. My daughter ain't dead. Yes. Well. 
in any case, we should get moving. Yep. Uh, uh-huh. We don't want any other hikers to uh, fall the same fate. I'll uh, I'll go pack up the truck. You coming? Mm-hmm. Be right there. She flips open her phone and starts calling her boyfriend. I'm just going to go grab a few reference tomes from my library. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll be in the truck when you're ready. Uh, I will go pack up the truck. Um, I will put in my chainsaw, my shotgun, and uh, and other accoutrement. Excellent. I answer the ringing phone. Oh, I was just thinking really hard, expecting you to hear. <laughs> oh. Well, um, that might actually work. Depends on how close you are. <laughs> they both happen. So, do you know what's going on yet? Uh, the college team lost again? No. Um, oh, really? Some wow. hikers were killed by a, quote, bear. No, unquote. Gonna go check it out. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Great. I'll uh, pick you up on the way. Okay. Uh, okay, so Leopold, are you are you riding in the truck then? And am I to take it that Jillian and uh, Christopher are taking the motorcycle? Jillian plans on taking her motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, I'm get- and I Leopold will be riding in the truck with uh, a duffel bag full of books and a duffel bag full of weapons. Uh, okay, and a duffel bag full of duffel bags just in case. Well, no, he does keep extra bags, just in case. When you get to the truck, uh, the, you'll find that he has uh, taken the liberty of getting uh, a fill-up in gas and offers you a cup of coffee. Oh, coffee. Yes, thank you. He takes it and um, proceeds to politely not drink it while making it not quite obvious he's not drinking it. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, uh, downs his cup of, uh, or his, his travel mug of black coffee. Your 20-ounce mug. Yeah, those big Yeti cups. Uh, Okay, so uh, with that, uh, you all set out, uh, and uh, it's, uh, as previously stated, Widow's Cove uh, is about 45 minutes east of you. Uh, You hop on the interstate uh, and then drop off on the highway, and uh, before you know it, uh, you are coming up on Widow's Cove. So as you turn onto the ramp, you see there is a billboard uh, and on it has uh, a very stylized uh, image of, uh, it looks like a wooden cabin almost, but much, much larger. Uh, and you see it has the words, uh, Horizon Lodge coming soon. Uh, entering the town proper, uh, it's not a big town. Uh, it's probably a population of around 5,000 or so. So it's it's got people in it, but it's it's as you're driving through, like you see there's a diner, uh, there's Town Hall, which appears to have like a, a almost like a, a temporary building bolted to it, which there's a, a sign proclaiming that it's the the local history museum as well. Um, but that's that's really about it. It's there's not a lot to this place. Uh, so, where are you guys trying to go first? Well, first is probably a good idea to try to check out the crime scene. What time of day is it? Uh, well, I'd say that the news probably hit early in the morning, around 7 or so. Uh, how soon do you think you guys 
reacted to all this. Well, we travel by night, so... Yeah. Being a vampire does that. Are you weak to sunlight? Uh, there doesn't say anything game-wise, but I'm a vampire. At the very least, I don't like it, even if it doesn't hurt me. Sure, it makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, okay, so is this like a, a next day kind of thing? Yeah, most likely. Yeah, probably. Uh, okay, well then I suppose that you can choose when you arrive. Uh, probably early twilight, uh, long enough to, to get a room at a, some dive, uh, some dive, uh, inn. In town, near town? Uh, okay, so you're wanting to go to, like, a, a motel first? Yeah, just to get, like, some, some, some no-tell motel where they don't ask a lot of questions. Uh, okay. Everybody needs a base camp? Yeah, that that's very true. Uh, so as you're going through town, you do see that there is a, a small uh, motel off to uh, kind of like when you're first coming into town. Uh, and it's actually just called uh, Widow's Cove Motel. The parking lot is actually surprisingly full. Like, uh, it's not a large establishment. It's like a, a single level, probably 10 to 15 rooms. Um, but the parking lot is is near full. Do they have two rooms available? Uh, so going into the, the main office, you see there is a, a woman probably in her 30s. Uh, she's uh, a little on the plump side, uh, but greets you with a smile uh, and says, uh, oh, welcome, welcome. Uh, I'm afraid that currently, uh, unless you're with the investors group, uh, we don't have any rooms available. Uh, are you with the investors group? Do I look like an investor? Uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm not here to judge, but uh, I, I find it's always better to ask. Uh, I, I am sorry. Um, you can always camp, though I suppose with what's gone on, it's maybe not the, the best idea. Mm, you don't have any room. I'm, I'm afraid not. It's, it's all booked up. Mayor's order. Wait, investors? What are they... <laughs> Do you have any idea what they're investing in? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, and she she holds up like a little pamphlet paper. Uh, it says here that it's it's all for the the Horizon Lodge project uh, up out in the Yochup Woods. Uh, I mean, personally, I don't know that I'd be wanting to go out there to see a, a construction site or anything with murderous bears running rampant. But uh, I, I guess I'm not a person with a lot of money either, so who knows. I'm going to reach out and delicately take the pamphlet. Yeah, she doesn't stop you. Uh, no, she she would pull back a little bit. I'm sorry, this has guest information, and I I can't allow you to see it. There there are rules. Oh, I was considering investing, but if you're not uh, willing to share the information, I'm not sure how I can help the town. I'm actually going to try to do a charm roll if that's possible to try to charm her. So if you want to roll manipulate someone, that is plus charm. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, and so the the way this works is you give them a reason uh, and tell them what they want you to do. The reason you've given is you want to invest in the project, and what you want them to do is give you this list of names. Oh, well, you know, Doctor, you did mention, Doctor, that you were planning on <laughs> looking for a new project. Hey, I'd like to use uh, help out. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd say go ahead and roll plus cool. Uh, okay, so for help out, we got an eight, uh, which is a success. Uh, it, so, Leopold, you'll take plus one. So that gets me an eight. Uh, yep. Uh, but you are also, uh, Jillian, you are exposing yourself to trouble or danger. Uh, Leopold, or excuse me, yeah, Leopold, eight. You also got an eight for a manipulate someone. They'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show you mean it. If you ask too much, they'll tell you what, if anything, it would take for them to do it. Uh, so I think uh, for the manipulate someone, she'll do it, but you have to show her you're willing to invest right now. Uh, that that That's kind of the stakes about what it will happen, what it will take. Well, luckily, with preparedness... Um, maybe I have something that'll show that I am actually an able investor. So let me roll plus sharp to use my move. Okay. On a 10 plus, I have it right here and now. Seven to nine, I have it, but not here. And it'll take some time to get it. So basically, um, the uh, the item I'm thinking of would be some kind of portfo portfolio investment, something to prove I would be a good investor. Sure. So Go for it. Nope, Chuck Testa. Uh, okay, so that's that's a five. So go ahead and mark experience. Uh, so what is uh, what does it say in that move for rolling a six or less? On a miss, you know where it is, but it's somewhere really bad. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to say that uh, for sure you've got investments or and you've got some portfolio that you could expose, but trying to think about where you've placed it uh it comes to mind that for uh some reason you know you were tied up in this this kind of eldritch cult uh your paperwork is back wherever that base of operations was you cleaned out house but apparently you left in a bit of a hurry oh no i i see well then I'm going to choose to fail the manipulate manipulate role then because uh, I am not going back to England and digging up an occult backyard um, to to deal with that banking problem. Sure. Uh, okay. So we're we're choosing to fail the the manipulate someone. Um, however, uh, with the help out, uh, we do have trouble or danger. I think the trouble here is with you kind of putting on airs and uh, Jillian. Uh, kind of very clearly hamming it up. She kind of raises an eyebrow at the both of you and she says, look, I can't give you this list. And honestly, I, I don't know what I could do to help you invest in the first place. This is this is confidential information. We, we don't have any rooms. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. I don't, I don't want any trouble. I understand. Sorry. Could you at least tell us where the nearest campgrounds are? Sure, sure. Uh, so there's uh, there's a couple campsites uh, out in the uh, the Ocha Nat National Forest. Uh, there's a campground a little bit north of it, um, and then uh, if you want, there's also a campground out at uh, Widow's Cove, which is uh, north of town. I suppose it depends if you want a lake view or not. Which one has the lake view? Uh, that's Widow's Cove. Great, thanks. Really appreciate it. No, it looks like we're camping. 
Yes, well, I do. He straightens his very fancy coat. Enjoy roughing it every so often. She just rolls her eyes. Uh, okay, so uh, with the motel not being an option, and I will clarify that Widow's Cove is not where the murder, uh, quote-unquote, the, the bear attack happened. Uh, that was in the National Forest, the Ochup Forest. Uh, so that that is an option if you want to camp out there. The, the cove is a, a separate location. Uh, but what would you like to do now? Uh, best to make camp in the uh, by the uh, cove. Well, should shouldn't we go investigate? Don't you want to see what caused it? I do, but I also want a place where we can uh, go back to should we need to. I see on the map there's a town hall and history museum. Is that like something we passed on the way through town? Yeah, I'd say you you saw it. Once we're established, I'd like to cha- I'd like to take a look at the local museum. Perhaps there's some local lore on what this might be. All right. Makes sense. If you'd all rather investigate in person, uh, we could easily split our resources and gain better information that way. Well, much as I uh, always look forward to a good scrap with some supernatural what has got it in for him, I'd much prefer that uh, you little ducklings have somewhere to go back to should you need to come back to the pond. So I'll uh, set up camp and uh, keep watch over that while you guys go take a look around. So here's what I'm thinking. Since it's, you know, nighttime, why don't... The doctor and dad set up base camp and make sure nobody steals our shit. And the other two of us, the rest of us, can go see if we can see anything at the crime scene. All right, Jewel, you uh, take care of yourself out there. Hey, uh, little man, can I have a word with you for a second? (laughs) This is coming. Uh, You knew this was coming. Yes, sir. Play nice. So I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take him away, uh, Christopher, away from the the group just a little bit. And he was never seen again. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen a bear rip a man's arm off and beat him to death with him? No, no, I have right. not. So I'm putting the trust of my perfect daughter in your hands. Understand that if any harm comes to her. <laughs> I'm going to put my chainsaw in you, and I'm going to keep revving it till I'm out of gas. We clear? Yes, sir. All right. Now you act like a perfect gentleman, and you have her home by 7 a.m. Yes, sir. 7 a.m. If I got to find you, you won't like what happens when I do. Well, not to be sassy, but if you got to find us... um. I don't think anyone's going to like what happened to get to that point. That's what I wanted to hear. Now you go have yourselves a good time and behave like a gentleman. Of course. Uh, and he'll let you go and he'll uh, look to the, to Dr. Uh, Leopold and be like, all right, doc, let's, uh, let's get camp set up. Yes, of course. Uh, okay, so we are uh, splitting the party, as they say. Leopold and Luther are heading to the campsite at Widow's Cove, and Julian and Christopher, where are you going? 
we are going to check out the crime scene where they were attacked. Because we are highly intelligent individuals. And it's also, you know, the middle of the night, so it's not likely the cops will still be there. Uh, okay. So let's uh, let's start with uh, Jillian and Christopher. Uh, you hop on Jillian's motorcycle, uh, and you head south through town. Uh, and it's, it's a quick ride, probably ten minutes all told. Um, and you find yourself at the edge of the woods. Uh, you pass a ranger station, which is uh, lit up. Uh, in the night, it's uh, a single structure. Uh, it has uh, lights, like floodlights, surrounding it. You see there's a, a large wooden sign that says uh, Ocha Ranger Station. Uh, and there's actually like a, a, a very tall totem sitting in front of the structure. Um, but as you drive by, you continue down the highway uh, until you find uh, what appears to be a crime scene. There is uh, a car pulled to the side of the road. It's uh, a beat-up hatchback. Looks like a, a late-model Subaru. Um, definitely seen better days. Uh, it's taped off with uh, like crime scene tape, do not cross, that kind of thing. Uh, and then further up, uh, probably about 80 to 100 feet, you can see there is uh, uh, additional tape kind of strung about. And you do see, actually, there is a, a lone figure uh, kind of standing there, you know, keeping watch. Uh, what would you like to do? Huh. They're keeping watch on the road. Uh, the figure is not... Uh, you can see that it's a, it's a man. He's probably in his late 60s or so. Uh, he's not uh, like watching the road. He's more just... His back is to the road. He's looking at the crime scene. He's uh, shining a flashlight into it, kind of just examining it. Well, uh not a little bit away so that it's not really obvious i'm gonna pull the bike off to the side and kill the engine uh okay uh are you is the intention to be far enough away so he doesn't hear you coming because i can't imagine that your bike is quiet yeah uh okay so your your bike is uh a fair ways away i i trust my uh physical capabilities (laughs) to get back to it well, at least one of us does. <laughs> she looks over at you. Keep your eyes open. She points at your your head. She puts one finger right in the middle of your forehead. <laughs> and then holds the finger up to her lips and she's going to start creeping forward. Uh, you begin creeping. What are you what's your intention here? What are you trying to do? I want to get closer to him and see is th- does this look like a police officer? Yeah, I'd I'd say you're you're able uh, especially given your your supernatural n- nature and the fact that it's night which is for sure your jam. Uh you're both able to get close enough probably a couple hundred feet uh where you can see that in fact yeah this this person uh he's wearing uh what looks to be kind of a a rumpled uh like a police officer's uniform. It's a, a brand, a brown color. Uh, so you figure he's probably with the, the local police. Uh, he's, uh, he's got like a big bushy mustache uh, and uh, he's uh, kind of going bald up top. Uh, and he's just kind of quietly regarding the scene, moving his flashlight over uh, like there's some scrapes in the earth and definitely some, some dark stains that you would definitely take to be blood. 
You think you can get him to to go sleep in his car or something? Um, I can try. I'm I believe going, in you. I'm going to attempt to use telepathy to manipulate him and give him a suggestion. Uh, okay. So, uh, two questions there. Ooh, how do you how do you do this? Is it you just sit there concentrating, or is there do you have to talk to them? How does your your telepathy work? It's more of a uh, meditative uh, thing. Like sit down, focus on it. Uh, okay, so uh, you're sitting down and concentrating. What what it, what are you suggesting to him? Um, I'm suggesting that it is too late for him to see anything, and he should come back when there's light out. Uh, okay, that works for me. Is your telepathy is that uh using magic, or is that actually just manipulate someone? Uh, yeah, let me psychic. And it is literally just one of my moves. It just says can manipulate someone from not talking and range. Uh, okay. Yeah, that sounds uh, definitely just like a straight uh, manipulate manipulate someone. Uh, so go ahead and roll plus charm. Unless you've got something which changes that. Uh, nope. Uh, okay, that's it then. Nice. That is a 10. Uh, so on a 10, they'll do it for the reason you've given them, which is it's too late. Uh, if you've asked too much, they'll tell you the minimum it would take for them to do it. Uh, but a 10 is a success. You get what you want. Uh, so you see the the lone figure. Uh, he kind of takes a moment and kind of stands up and stretches, and you, you hear his uh, back crack, uh, and uh, he kind of rolls his head and then uh, turns and uh, walks towards the road. Uh, he is leaving the crime scene. Awesome. Once he's, you know, driven off, I'm going to check out this damn crime scene. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, you wait a moment and you hear the uh, the telltale sound of uh, an engine starting uh, and the car drives away. Uh, I think at this point, let's jump over to uh, Leopold and Luther. Yeah. Team Mundane. <laughs> yeah. Mundane. Oh, okay, that's just me. Uh, all right, so uh, you make your way to Widow's Cove, and you, you find that the campground is pretty nice. Uh, it's definitely kind of one of those manicured, you, you pay for a spot, uh, and, uh, you know, like there's 10 little numbered campground sites. Um, and as you're approaching the camp, it's mostly empty, uh, but you do see that there is uh, a group of teens who have set up uh, three tents and have a, a campfire going. Um, what would you like to do? Uh, Luther. Or not Luther. Uh, sorry. Dr. Leopold, uh, can you obtain the campsite? I'm going to go see if these uh, kids know what's going on. Mm, yes, of course. All right. I suppose I'll start dragging the equipment out of the bed of the truck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. You ain't got to carry all the heavy stuff. Just go get us a spot. No. Don't or you come, just pick a spot? Uh, sort of. You gotta... Uh, just come with me. It's alright. Hmm. Uh, so Dad what? Squad is gonna... I'm gonna grab a six-pack <laughs> of beer and I'm gonna go talk me some kids. 
Uh, okay. So, that uh, so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, six pack in hand. Uh, you two approach the campsite, uh, and that you can see that it's uh, it's a group of four, uh, and they're kind of quietly talking and laughing. Uh, and as you grow get closer, you can actually see that uh, they are all wearing very dark clothing, uh, black lipstick, black painted nails. Uh, it's a group of goths. Uh, and as you draw close, uh, they all <laughs> get quiet uh, and look in your direction. Uh, one of the one of the boys, uh, who's probably like maybe 18, uh, pipes up and he says, uh, can I help you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, me and the me and the doctor here, we were gonna do some hunting uh, tomorrow. And I just uh, new to the area, thought uh, one of you boys could uh, help me uh, get the lay of the land. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not we're not from here. We we just came out to the cove for the full moon. But uh, I I I mean, I assume you can hunt if you've got a license or something. Oh, you from here? Came out for the full moon over the cove, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say uh they say if you come out here and it's the full moon, there's all kinds of like I don't know, spirits or magic like it's supposed to be an experience, you know? Uh yeah, you should you should check it out. Uh you know that's as much hogwash as I do. But that's all right. We all believe in uh spooky ghost stories. No, man, you just you got to just like open yourself up to the experience. There's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah, have you uh you experienced anything yourself? Uh well, you know, there was this one time and at this point someone else in the camp will be Shut up, Luke. You don't know what you're talking about. No, no, you let Luke talk. He experienced it, I want to hear it. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, look, there was this one time where we heard about this house, right? And uh we went to check it out and it's the same kind of thing. Like you you know that like if there's going to be like some supernatural stuff, it's going to happen around the full moon, right? Well, we went out to this house and it was abandoned like, you know, 50 years ago or something like that. And we saw a ghost. Well, I mean, we didn't see a ghost, but there was this vase and it got knocked to the ground and it broke. And there was, there was no one there. I mean, I mean, there wasn't anyone there, but us, and it was like in the next room, but it totally moved itself. You know, it did. All right, he cracks open one of the beers and he's like, "Anybody else got a good ghost story?" Uh, there, there's uh, the rest of them. Uh, kind of like are rolling their eyes. Uh, and and no one, no one speaks up. He uh he holds the 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 six pack by the uh the empty ring, and he just kind of like, "You sure ain't nobody else got a good ghost story?" Uh, they kind of look at each other uh, this to me feels like a, a manipulate someone so go ahead and roll plus charm yeah let's let's talk about how i'm not good at that let's talk about how god damn it they're a bunch of fucking like wannabe wiccans a seven uh so on a seven they'll do it uh but only if you do something for them right now to show you mean it uh, so I guess we need to establish what what the terms are, right? So you're giving them a reason, which is you'll give them beer if they will tell you a ghost story. Uh, so they'll do it for you, but only if you show that uh, you mean it. So I think uh, one of the there's a, a girl who is kind of sitting next to Luke. Uh, she stands up 
and uh, she walks over to you and she holds out her hand. Beers up front. Uh, I'm gonna look at. Uh, I'm gonna look her dead in the face. I'm gonna crack one off of the uh, the six pack. I'm gonna toss it to Luke. Uh, he catches it, cracks it, immediately starts drinking it, giving thumbs up all around. You want a ghost story? Oh, you want a beer? You gotta give me a ghost story. She uh, she sighs. Fine. Look, Luke is full of shit. I'll give you that. But he's not wrong. This place has a history. They're, uh, they say that like there's been more than one cruel death. These, these parts, uh, I guess back in the 1800s, I don't really know. There, there was a fair share of bad stuff. And uh, they do say that if you come out to the cove during the full moon, the, the spirits of this place become active. Uh, and I don't necessarily believe, but I think it's worth a shot. So let's say these uh, these here spirits, and he tosses her one of the beers. Let's say one of these here spirits, uh, like you're right. What do you get out of it? Uh, I don't. I don't know. We've never done it. That's that's what we're here to find out, right? He'll look. Uh, he'll look back at uh, Doctor Leopold. Well, I think I have a thirst, so I suppose it's my turn, isn't it? Hey, you want a beer? You get a. You gotta give a ghost story. So, I have a goal here, and I'm sure this is going to be a manipulate someone, but I'd like to do a non-standard roll. Okay. Um, I'm trying to scare these goths straight, get them stopped looking for monsters. So Damn I'm going to tell them about some Eldritch horrors. Uh, okay. So I'd like to use weird instead of uh, instead of charm. How do I assist? So you could uh you could do a help out. Uh, I don't think you can use weird instead of charm, just because there is a specific move for the monstrous thing that lets you ah. use your weird instead of your charm. Yeah. Right. So oh. I I think you can totally try to scare these kids off, and I I think uh, Luther can help you do it. Uh, but it is it is going to be a, a plus charm. Then I have an alternate alternate ask. Can I make it a dark past roll? using my uh, expert move. Um, if you trawl through your memories for something relevant to the case at hand, roll plus weird on a 10 plus. That's the keeper two questions. Oh, no, wait. That's just two questions. Damn it. Okay. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll just stick with charm then. Uh, okay. Go ahead and roll plus charm. How do I help? Uh, so you to help out, go ahead and roll plus cool. Yeah, I'm not cool either. Uh, okay, so that's a six, which is a failure. So Luther, go ahead and mark experience. Uh, so uh, on a six, uh, you expose yourself to trouble or danger. Uh, and uh, I'd say go ahead and roll the manipulate someone, uh, Leopold. So that's a seven. That's a seven. So on a seven... Uh, they'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show you mean it. Uh, and if you ask too much, they'll tell you what, if anything, would take for them to do it. Uh, okay, so what are you what are you telling these kids about? I'm telling them about a lesser eldritch horror that eats people's brains 
um, if it if you learn the mystery of what it is, and that's its way to take over your body and get into the real world. Uh, okay. And uh, so as you're kind of recounting this tale, uh, Leopold, or excuse me, uh, Luther, what are you doing to help out? I'm chiming in about shit I don't know. Okay. Making scary noises. Yeah, it's <laughs> maggot. It's maggot shaped. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a glowing bit of energy, which is also maggot shaped. So as you're as you're saying this story, uh, there's some of it which definitely uh, is pretty fucked up, uh, and it seems to be making uh, half the group uncomfortable. Um, but you haven't quite sold them on it. So um, what are you going to do essentially to prove to them right now that you mean it? Kill one of the teenagers. No, no. No, Evil no. voice in my head. That's not what I should do. I mean, what? <laughs> That's um, my job. I can do a little magic trick. Use some real magic to scare them away from the stuff that'll kill them. Uh, sure, you could definitely use magic. That would be uh, rolling plus weird. What uh, what effect are you wanting to do? Uh, you can inflict harm, enchant a weapon, do one thing beyond human limitations, bar a place or portal to a specific person or type of creature, trap a specific person, banish a spirit or a curse uh, from a person or object, summon a monster into the world, communicate with something that you do not share a language with, observe another place or time, or heal one harm from an injury. Hmm. Give me a moment to double-check that. And... Sure. Yeah, it's a lot. Where's uh, the list of the moves again in the book? Uh, Let's see. So... Oh, wait, here we are. I found the actual full details of them rather than the short list. Perfect. So, here we go. Aren't rules fun? New system. Ooh, problem was use magic. I could summon one of these things, and but then I'd have to do another roll to banish it. Yeah. That could get hairy. I mean, you totally can. You have the knowledge too, but oh, observe another place or time. Idea? I that's what I'll I'll open a scrying portal to when one of these things tried to eat me. Uh, okay, sure. So it's it's not that like you are uh, remote viewing a place. You are you are like uh, doing like a reflection on the water or, or some kind of thing. Yeah, or like in the flames. Yeah, that totally. Uh, I I dig that imagery. Uh, okay, so go ahead and roll plus weird. Okay. I am not helping. There we go. Uh, okay. Uh, on a 10 plus, the magic works without issues. Uh, okay. So as you are telling this story, uh, and they're they're kind of hot and cold on it. Uh, you, uh, what do you what do you do in order to cast your magic? I'm going to take a couple of vials as I'm talking, pop pop corks off, pour powders into my hand, make hand motions over them, and then throw it into the fire violently right at the crescendo of my story. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, as you throw the vial in the fire, I, it uh, kind of whooshes up, and in it uh, is this kind of unspeakable horror. 
that they all view straight on and you see their eyes grow wide and uh, they grow stiff with fright uh and uh, as the image fades uh they kind of look to you and look to the fire and look to one another uh and without a word uh they immediately stand up and start packing their camp um and i think to resolve the failed role uh as they are throwing things into their car uh the the girl just walks up to you uh luther and grabs the beer out of your hands uh and throws it in the car that's fine. She earned it. Uh, okay, so you have successfully scared off the uh, the teens. They are on the straight and narrow. Uh, Damn it, that's my food source. Stop that. What would you guys like to do now? Set up camp in a different spot. Okay, I'll carry the heavy. I'll do most of the work. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we need to uh, get into the nitty gritty here. I think you guys can acquire a campsite and uh, set up a, a base of operations. Uh, what is your the next thing you would like to do? Um, my goal is to do a little research on local legends, not uh, from okay. you know unreliable sources like a bunch of teenagers who are out to get murdered in the woods. Uh, okay, so uh, I know you mentioned going to the uh, the town hall and uh, history museum. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that a reasonable goal? That's my plan right now. It seems like a good spot. Uh, okay, so uh, Leopold, are you heading with him? Uh, I'm Leopold. Uh, yeah. Leopold, sorry, Luther. Do you need me to go with you, Doc? Uh, Wouldn't it be close to better not to isolate any of us? All right. Right, oh, things are with... close to people without lockpicks, my boy. I mean, what? Yeah, I'll go. I'll go with Doctor Leopold. Uh, okay, so you pile in the uh, the beat. Uh, man, where's it hard? It's a it's a beat up pickup. Oh, before we go, I I would like to use magic to ward our campsite. Uh, okay, sure. Go ahead and roll plus weird. And what are you warding it against? Entry by anyone until we get back. Uh, interesting. Uh, okay. Uh, well, that is a 10. That is a success. Uh, it works as you desired it to. Hmm. Uh, so with the campsite warded, you head into town. Uh, and let's jump back to Jillian and Christopher. You have successfully uh, routed the sheriff from the crime scene. Uh, what are you guys doing? I'm investigating the crap out of this crime scene. Word. Uh, So as you uh, approach uh, the police tape and duck under it, uh, you can see that the there's no bodies here. It's been long enough that I think they've they've packed. They're probably in a morgue. Yeah, I I think that's a a fair assumption. Um, But looking at the site itself. it it is something where the ground is really soft. Like you get the impression that it probably rained pretty recently. So uh, there's uh, several footprints um, you can see of people who have come and gone. But there's no you don't see like any bear tracks. Um, and the ground itself is definitely stained with blood. Like there is not like a pool of blood, but there's definitely like you can smell it. Oh, that's blood. Yeah, especially you, Jillian. Like you are very aware that this was pretty, pretty grisly. Uh, if you'll excuse the the phrasing. <laughs> um, 
It tore them apart. But I don't see any bear tracks. Chalk that up to the possible creepy column. I mean... So, the blood. It, it looks like somebody went all Jackson Pollock on these people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it definitely, like, it's everywhere. Uh, it, it is it is mostly contained to the area, like, within the tape. Like, they did a pretty good job of roping it off. Um, but it is it is not a small, small contained mess. I'm going to start searching around the edges and see if there's any... If I can pick up any scent anywhere else that maybe the blood is trailed to outside of the crime scene. Uh, okay, so it, it, I think the the best move here would be uh, investigate a mystery. Uh, so go ahead and roll plus sharp. Uh, that is a nine. Uh, so on a seven to nine, hold one. Uh, one hold can be spent to ask the keeper one of the following questions. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? And what is being concealed here? And obviously, looking at the crime scene, you're you're not going to know some things. Uh, it, it's only if it would make sense in the situation. Where did it go? Uh, okay, and, and how do you think you would figure that out? Like, what are you using to detect? This this was clearly either a creature or an animal that would have had a lot of blood on it. You don't make this much of a mess and not get it on you. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Um, so I think that uh, just using your, your vampiric nature, you uh, kind of just concentrate on uh the the scent of the blood uh and you uh detect that it went south uh deeper into the woods so jillian kind of wanders into the middle of the crime scene shuts her eyes and takes a deep breath taking in her surroundings she takes a couple of breaths then her eyes snap open she goes this way uh and christopher what are you doing this entire time um I am using the site to see if there are uh, any anything special around spirits, magical resonance, that kind of thing. Uh, okay, I'd say go ahead and uh, roll investigate a mystery. So plus sharp. Whatcha? Uh, that is a seven, so you can hold one. Uh, I'll say as you, uh, well, I'd say let's uh, choose your question. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What kind of creature is it? Uh, okay. So that uh, That's a good question. Uh, so uh, what do you do to, and, and forgive me if I'm asking just a ton of questions. That's how this works. Uh, no, when fine. you are using your site, is it the same kind of like dropping into a meditative trance or is it something different? Um, it's different. It's basically just like a passive true sight, almost. Like you okay. Just see that that was uh for the background of design. That was like his innate power, and all the other stuff is stuff he's earned over time or taught himself. Uh, okay. 
So um, as you use your sight, um, you definitely can see and feel the presence of uh, a very, very angry spirit. Um, and kind of honing in on this, uh, you are able to figure out that this wasn't like a flesh and blood creature. This was definitely like a a very angry ghost. Uh, and it's it's crazy because as you're feeling this, uh, the amount of like malevolence and anger coming off of this far exceeds anything you've ever felt before. Oh. What would you guys like to do now? Go back to the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> what? What'd you get? It's some kind of very, very... Very, very, very angry ghost. Like your dad. My dad isn't a ghost. Not yet. Eventually. You're probably right about that. Uh, you know, let's uh, let's head back. I'm being around this much blood is making me really hungry. I don't argue. Uh, okay, so you guys are wanting to go back to the campsite? Yeah, I'm probably going to end up dropping him back at the camp so that I can go uh, do the naughty. dinner. Uh, okay, that works. So you guys start heading back to the campsite. Let's jump back to Leopold and Luther. Uh, you roll up on the town hall. Uh, the town hall itself is uh, a brick building. It is two-story. You can see there's a large clock set in the top. Uh, at this point, it's probably like, uh, let's say like 9 o'clock. Uh, it is well and truly like past dusk. It is dark now. Um, however, you see that there are lights on within, uh, and on the door there are hours, and they close at 10. Well then, let's go inside and investigate. Uh, okay, so going inside, uh, it, you enter like a, a central kind of like um, area. There is a set of stairs that are leading up in the back. There's a sign uh, which indicates that there's a courthouse above. Uh, to the left, you see there is like a, a desk. Um, and there is another sign indicating that this is where you get like your titles, your deeds, uh, just kind of basic city work. Uh, there is a, a, a young man standing behind it in his early 20s. He's kind of mousy looking. He's got glasses on, curly hair. Uh, he smiles at you as you enter. Uh, to the right, uh, there is um, a door which leads to kind of that temporary looking building. Um, which uh, has a sign indicating that it's a museum. And you can actually see that uh, on the long desk uh, where the, the gentleman is standing, uh, there's a row of pamphlets. Uh, and you can actually see that one of them says, uh, don't worry about me, I'm not looking at notes. What are notes? Uh, so you see that there is a pamphlet uh, which actually says, uh, that has a date saying that this is the free opening weekend of the Museum uh, of uh, Circus History, or, or Circus in the History of Circuses in Widow Cove. That's how those words go together. I like, I like the idea that it's, it's just crossed out twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like printed off like in black and white and folded by hand. Yeah, 
Um, I'll take a pamphlet. Uh, okay. Uh, the guy behind the desk says, uh, oh, well, you guys are kind of coming in at the, the tail end here, but uh, if you want to see the exhibits, there's uh, a little bit of time left. Uh, are you guys looking to move into town, or, or you, you're not here to gawk at all that awful business that happened yesterday, are you? No, we're simply passing through. We were hoping to get a room at the motel, but it was a bit full up. Oh, yeah. Road trip, you know. I'll lean on the uh, I'll lean on the desk because I'm, I'm I'm massive and I don't want to be too intimidating for him, and uh, I'll just be like, "Well, oh boy, I've been on the the road a long time. I'm just looking to see some local attractions. Uh, ain't nothing uh, ain't nothing warms his heart more than museums." And uh, he looks down at the, the circus pamphlet, circus attractions. Oh well. Uh... You certainly come to the right spot, then. We our our town is full of a uh, a rich and storied history. They they do say uh, Widow's Cove is growing, and uh, he says that with like a very practiced air. Uh, well, I'll tell you, I tell you, I uh, I was over in Minnesota, and I saw the world's largest ball of yarn, and then I was down in Iowa, and they had the world's biggest potato, and uh, then I went all the way to the, uh, Savannah, Georgia. And uh, they said they got the the best ghost stories, you know, in the whole country. He's definitely nodding along at this. He's like, hmm. And he he takes out, like, you can see he's writing something on a pad of paper. World's biggest ball of yarn. That's, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. So I, uh, I, you, I want to, I want to add, uh, Widow, what is, what was this called? Widow's Peak? Widow's Cove. Widow's Cove. I want to add Widow's Cove to my list of things I recommend to people when I tell them, uh, like yourself, uh, about the the greatest ball of yarn. What's your city got? It's got a big ball of yarn, big old potato, uh, cool ghost story. Uh, I mean, we. Uh, I mean, you you can see the exhibits, but I mean, we we we've got a big cage. A big cage, you say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's from the old uh, the old circus that used to pass through here. Uh, they used to keep a, a a big old brown bear in it. I think his name was Bojo, something like that. You you think I know this? I've walked by that exhibit a thousand times, but uh, yeah, he they came through, and I don't know. I guess we kept it. Hmm. Well, all right. And I know, I know you've got places to be tonight. I, I'm sure you got a pretty little something for you uh, waiting on a, a nice date. Um, I'm gonna slide him like a twenty over. I'm like, I know we're coming into the last minute. We're just gonna take a couple uh, extra minutes. Uh, you can close around us. It'll be fine. We're just gonna take a look around. He uh, blinks at you. Uh, I thanks. Uh, and he pockets the the money, kind of clearly confused. Uh, I don't think it's normal to tip people <laughs> who are like counter staff, but no. he's not going to argue with oh, you. Oh, that's not a tip. That's a bribe. Yeah, that's a that's a <laughs> don't kick me out at 10 o'clock on the dot. That, oh, that's I a, see. Let me linger. Uh, I misunderstood. That That to me sounds like it manipulates someone. So uh, the stakes here, since we, you know, we haven't been good about declaring these, but the reason you're giving them is you're giving them cash, uh, and what you want them to do is let you linger. So go ahead and roll plus charm. My greatest stat. Yeah, you're real good at this, I can tell. 
that womp, is womp. a five. Uh, so go ahead and mark experience. Uh, so as you are pulling out uh, this $20 bill, and right as you place it on the counter and slide it uh, over to this guy, uh, you see a woman come down the stairs. Uh, and she's wearing kind of like a pantsuit. It's nice. She's got like slacks and an overcoat on. Uh, and she has longer hair. She's got like a nice face. Um, not a nice face. She's a friendly face. Uh, and she's like, as soon as she comes down the stairs and see you, she smiles, sees the money, and immediately that evaporates. And she says, so uh, what? Uh, what's going on here, Marcus? Uh, as she looks at you all, and 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 Marcus kind of stammers, uh, and and looks at you two, and and looks at her, and she says, "Well, well, Mayor, it's uh, they were making a uh donation, right? What do you? Yeah, we were uh, we were just trying to see the local exhibits, and I uh, I didn't knew here that it uh, it were free, and so I was just giving Marcus here a little bit of money for the town, maybe uh, compensate you know somebody for letting us come in so late." Uh, she she kind of gives you a curtain on. She says, uh, well, uh, I mean, we always accept donations to the museum. It's a new attraction, but uh, as they say, Widow's Cove is always growing. Uh, and so your contributions are most appreciated. And she she looks at her watch and she says, uh, well, uh, I, I am afraid that we can't allow you to stay beyond the time. There are places to go and, and people to see, uh, but you're, you're welcome to stay until we're closed. Well, we'll just have to do uh, what we can with what we got. Ain't that right, Doc? Seems reasonable. Well, let's go see that cage. That sounded like an interesting bit of local flavor. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go be a tourist. A 6'6", 300-plus pound tourist. Made of solid muscle. <laughs> uh, but yes, going into the museum proper, and I, I guess I didn't ask uh, Leopold, what were you doing that, doing that entire time? Were you part of that exchange i was just kind of peeking around and trying to stay out of the way okay fair enough so, um like the museum's in a completely separate like wing right it's it, it's not so much a wing as there was a door which once led outside and now it leads into like this kind of mobile unit almost it's like a double wide hmm I'll probably start poking around that then, but not getting too far away. Sure. Uh, so as you are poking around, and eventually Luther, you will come and join him. Uh, it, there's not a whole lot on display here. There's several photographs um, of um, both like past notable figures, including like mayors uh, and people of the Haida tribe uh, who passed through this region. Um, but definitely the centerpiece is towards the back against a wall. There is uh, what looks to be like a large iron cage. Uh, it's kind of roughly welded together. Uh, it's pretty dang old. You can see just looking at it. Uh, in in front of the cage is a plaque. Uh, it is titled A Tortured Past. Uh, there are two photos at the top and a handful of paragraphs below those. The photo on the left is of a very large brown bear, uh, and next to him is like uh, a man in an old-timey outfit. The bear doesn't look like it's in great condition. You get the impression it wasn't well cared for. 
The photo on the right has what looks like a mugshot. Uh, a sallow, sunken-eyed man stands staring into the camera. He also doesn't look like he's in great condition. Uh, his face is swelling in a few places, and there's there's blood smeared across it. Uh, the the text below it speaks about Bojo, uh, a traveling circus bear, and Frank Kraft, uh, a wanted criminal. Uh, it goes on to say how in 1884, after a performance in Widow's Cove, Bojo became enraged. Uh, he was beaten by his master and snapped, literally ripping him uh, limb from limb. Uh, coincidentally, that same day, Frank Kraft was cornered uh, after a bank robbery. He got into a shootout with police, uh, and after killing two, was ultimately caught. Um, and after having been tortured for months by Frank, the, the town actually decided on a little extra judicial punishment. Uh, Frank and Bojo were bound together with a 10-foot piece of rope and left in the Ochup forest. All right, well, I would immediately like to use my dark past to try to see if I can get some further questions. Uh, so, okay, how exactly does that work? Um, so I roll plus weird. On, on a 10 plus, ask two questions from the list below. Seven to nine, ask one. Or on a miss, I get a question, but it means I was personally complicit in creating a situation I'm now dealing with. Interesting. Uh, okay, so, go ahead and roll plus weird. Uh, okay, that is a four. Go ahead and mark experience. And I, I hope you got there is should be a spot uh, on the sheet where you guys should be tracking this. There is. It's directly below the harm tally in the first column. Brilliant. Uh, okay, so go ahead and ask your question and tell me how you were involved in making this a bad bad scene. Do I know anyone that might be behind this? Perhaps, say, somebody who's waking up these angry spirits? Mm, I would say you probably, like, the the person who is behind this, uh, given that you heard about the Horizon Lodge project that is being built out in the forest, mm -hmm. uh, you would guess that the, the closest probable link would be that construction. Hmm. All righty, then. Uh, so what is, what is your hand in making this scene or, or this this situation come to life? So, unbeknownst to me, I think somebody is involved in waking up angry spirits with their construction projects, and they're doing it with knowledge I taught them. Interesting. Okay. They're one of my former students who uh, I tried to teach how to be a better monster hunter, and they've gone dark. Okay. Uh, I like that. Uh, so there's, there's some other party which is privy to this which activated it that you taught yeah uh okay uh so museum tour over uh what would you two like to do now head back to the campsite uh okay uh so you pile into the pickup and head towards the campsite um we're gonna jump back to jillian and christopher because as you are heading 
back to the campsite as well, uh, something interesting happens, right? Uh, as you are heading in at the edge of town, uh, as you pass the ranger station, uh, you kind of go, to, like, you turn onto the main drag, uh, and you can see uh, that there are several cars uh, pulled, like, in the middle of the street, uh, and there appears to be, like, an enormous bear who is translucent and red, uh, clawing at one of the doors. Uh, and so there's two cars kind of parked together, uh, and people inside very clearly scared, uh, and off to the side, uh, like kind of inside a diner, like with a, a camera, there's a guy who's actually sitting there recording it. Uh, as you come across the scene, what do you two do? Whoa, whoa. 